Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Taveshima Ayede. So, at the last episode, or rather, should I say the last uh, two or three episodes have been devoted to the idea of whether it's possible to use um, influence or any form of pressure in sales and... um, whether that's possible and um, if indeed you should do so, assuming that it's possible. I hope that I've been able to get you guys over to my own side of the um, issue that it's not a good idea to use um, pressure and rather we should focus on using whatever existing buyer motivation that there already is in the situation. And um, yeah, let's see. Okay, yes. And so with that, I think... If I remember correctly, I laid the groundwork for introducing you guys who happen to be catching the show for the first time to this idea about qualification frameworks. Now, the idea behind qualification is it's a questioning process uh, that is aimed at uh, a couple of things, making sure that you're speaking to the right people, that there's a right level, uh, that there's a level of need and that they're ready to pull the trigger anytime soon. Because if you are a high-end wedding planner, there's no point in speaking to a 150k bride who isn't getting married this year. She's getting married in 2024. And um, let's see, what else? Well, I hope this example you know, is enough to uh, get the picture, uh, to give you guys uh, and help you understand um, what the whole idea behind qualification is. So if you are an uh, upmarket kind of wedding planner, you want to be speaking to the right kind of bride who is getting married this year in 2021 and is ready to pull the trigger quite soon. So ideally, those are the kind of candidates that uh, and potential clients that we should be looking for if you're a wedding planner. And the same goes if you're a wedding photographer or a videographer or whatever it is that um, you do. So... Um, Clearly, you can see in this situation, this example that I've just given now, that you do not have to apply pressure per se, because since there's already a need and uh, the people are ready to pull the trigger and uh, there's meeting of minds between both of you, you guys vibe well, you can see that there's plenty of motivation, apparently, on the other side for the buyer to just get on with it. Sorry for, yeah, for the bride to just get on with it. And your role basically is reduced to just guiding them along the process and making sure that you don't um, F this up and you collect the deposit and then do a banking job like I know you will in uh, helping the client realize the, uh, the, you know, the ideal wedding of a lifetime or whatever it is that uh, they hope to get out of the um, wedding day. So... To achieve uh, this, to achieve qualification, I mean, to achieve the, to make sure that you're speaking to a qualified bride or groom, um, that is why these things have been invented. This whole thing is called qualification um, frameworks. Now, they've been created by uh, different people from different schools of thought, from different industries. But I'm of the opinion that it doesn't matter what the industry is any qualification framework that you come across is going to help you in your wedding practice. The reason is because a lot of us get into this wedding game and we start freestyling from day one. Now, freestyling, yeah, you could get some wins here and there, but it's not the same as a professional in other industries who have dedicated um, decades of their 
decades of their life and their experience to try and to try and sort out you know uh, these questions so it's possible that you might speak to someone who is a banking marketer for instance let's say a friend of yours works in zenith bank and um, she notices how you go about your business and she starts saying no why don't you do this why don't you do this why don't you do this the typical thing would be for you to uh, the knee-jerk reaction would be you know stay in your lane mind your business i'm a wedding photographer what do you know about weddings you know you work in zenith bank you know so it's not the same thing just stay in your lane but actually it isn't it wouldn't be a bad idea to uh, listen to it whatever it is that they have to say because um, most likely you're going to learn a lot so the three qualifications framework that i speak about the most especially when we're looking into this current material that i have with um, the folks at Seed Builder, their tech hub in Abuja. So when I ran this, uh, um, this session with them, so the, the qualifications frameworks that we looked into were uh, the want, need, afford, and urgency. Uh, that is something uh, out of uh, Tom Hopkins, if I remember correctly. Then the SPIN, that is S-P-I-N. Um, that is something from uh, Neil Rackham, a sales consultant from the 60s, so not 60s, 80s, a long time ago, back when we were kids. And uh, that was uh, in a more business-to-business context. Uh, Tom Hopkins is more, more of a real estate context. So during the Seed Builders um, uh, training, there were some real estate professionals there who found some of the ideas that we discussed real handy. And then finally, there's uh, BANT, that's B-A-N-T, and that's something from um, Sandler Training. So in the future episodes, we're going to look into what these qualifications are and see what we can learn from them as wedding professionals with a view to making sure that uh, we only speak to properly qualified people. We already speak to people who are already uh, motivated and ready to move. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast who also dabble on real estate in the side, on the side, I'm sure you guys really, really appreciate the, 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 the importance of what it is that I'm trying, trying to stress. Real estate professionals, whether in Abuja or in Lagos or New York or whatever, do not like wasting time with uh, people who are not motivated. There's no point in taking um, um, a husband and wife to go and see five different houses and at the end of the day they say, huh, we'll think about it because they're in no position to, they're in no hurry to make a decision. It's just a waste of time. Um, and so the same uh, applies for uh, for those of us um, in the wedding space. So save yourself some hassle. Stop trying to pressure people to uh, buy. Stop trying to pressure people that, okay, these are my packages. Book me. Let me be your wedding photographer. You know, have a conversation. Make sure you're speaking to qualified people. And then their own existing buyer motivations are pretty much going to sort out, um, uh, sort everything out. So, uh, to save time, I'm only going to look at one today, and that is want, need, afford, and urgency. Um, Of course, like I mentioned, something out of Tom Hopkins, and that was used in the real estate space. So, um, the real estate agent would ask questions um, to be sure, you know, um, uh, what do you want? What kind of house are you looking for? Um, Three-bedroom, self-contained, let me use Abuja, you know, Abuja terms. Is this self-contained? You know, how many toilets, how many bathrooms? Um, do you guys have kids? How many rooms? Do you want the boys in one room, the girls in one room? Do you want one room for each person? Those sorts of questions. So questions around want and need. 
and then uh, you know questions are currently about where they live, uh, how much they currently pay for rent. You know that that gives a fair idea of how much they might be um, willing to spend on this transaction. That's the uh, afford bit, and then of course the typical real estate agents, even in Abuja here, the uneducated ones, uh, like the ones um, you know we use when we're looking for houses. I mean, they would ask you, when is your tenancy going to expire? So if you're having this conversation with them in January of 2021, but you say your tenancy is going to expire in uh, December of 2021, you know, they kind of know that, okay, you're not really ready to pull the trigger, especially if you seem to be uh, the average uh, the average Joe. If it looks like, um, you know, Pepe Harest and you have too much money and you don't mind moving before your tenancy is up, then um they might keep you in rotation and carry on uh with that conversation so um that's the basic idea behind want need afford and urgency and we wedding professionals have to come at this with the same um with the same philosophy as well so wedding photographers uh stop doing that thing where people hit you up and then you just send the pdf back these are my packages gold silver bronze platinum and then um leave it at that and then at the end of the day, you get frustrated that um, you're sending out these, you're blasting these messages and people aren't calling you back and you're not booking business. Um, and, you know, you're calling them to say, uh, how far I sent you this thing on uh, Tuesday last week. Um, I haven't heard from you. And then the whole, you know, BS continues. Uh, let me talk to, let me, let me talk to my uh, fiance first, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then before you know it, they're ghosting you. So you have to have a much more, question-led approach, even if ultimately what you're going to do is to send out that, um, that going to blast out that document of your gold, silver, bronze, and platinum packages, engage them in a conversation. Oh, congratulations, you guys are getting married. Oh, when is that going to be? So remember, at the time of this recording, we are in uh, March 2021. So if they say they're getting married in January of 2023, you now know that, well, you know, this is not exactly hotcake. So you can just follow them and yarn, but it doesn't mean you have to get into high-pressure mode because um, any sense of urgency is not there. So they might seem like they're a totally peppered-up client, you know, might be Buhari's daughter or whatever, but the wedding is three years away. So put things in proper perspective. Uh, so, um, yeah, and then you run through the, the whole list of questions that, uh, the typical questions that you already have prepared. So wedding photographers... Um, I don't think wedding photographers uh, have a checklist or questionnaire kind of mindset. So you might want to hook up with your friends who are wedding planners and have a chat about these ideas because they are really into uh, checklists and questions because they need to ask how many guests, what day, where is the venue, uh, what is the color, what is this, what is that. So for wedding planners, they are thoroughly uh, question-driven and they are not... On, they're not um, so these ideas that I'm expressing here are not strange to wedding planners. So wedding photographers, uh, let's see, who else? Video people. I know that you guys commit this in as well. So let's learn from our friends, the uh, wedding planners. So ask questions. Um, uh, what do you want? When is the wedding day? Is it going to be one day or two days? Um, are you interested in the pre-wedding shoot as well? Ask all these questions. Yes, we know that everything is already contained in your uh, package, PDF, or, or on the website, or whatever it is that you're going to send to them. But still, ask them, 
and engage them in the conversation. Give yourself an opportunity to suss these people out, get a feel, see if they are properly qualified. So by asking questions about what they want and what they need, and uh, excuse me, and um, stylishly digging into uh, money and budget um, issues and urgency, you'll be able to give yourself a better shot of um, of uh, getting people to uh, book you to be their wedding photographer or their wedding planner at the end of um, at the end of the day, because by having the conversation. Um, by having by having the conversation, basically, you'll get their inner motivations to come to the fore. And if you're a nice, credible, and personable chap, I guess there might be no reason why they shouldn't go with you um, at the end of the day. Of course, it is not magic, but I really think you increase your odds when you have some sort of qualifications process that you are working with. After all, um, it's no... I think it's not magic that wedding planners close more business than uh, we do. We wedding photographers typically do. Uh, although some wedding photographers chalk it up to, well, wedding planners are important because of the whole range of services that they offer and blah, blah, blah. And so they get more inquiries and this and this and that and that. So, yeah, that might be true. But I strongly suspect it's because wedding planners sell differently from the rest of us. They have the questionnaire. They're going to run through the questionnaire and they're not going to give a quote until they have run through everything in the questionnaire and they properly understand what the bride wants and needs, uh, what the sense of timelines are. And if uh, the wedding planner now gets a sense of what it is that they might afford. So let me cap it here. We're getting close to 15 minutes that I have uh, that I typically allocate per episode. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode where we will hopefully look into uh, spin qualification framework and then also uh, examine BANT as well, B-A-N-T. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode.